It's 120 days since Joe Biden promised he wouldn't abandon Americans behind enemy lines. He did. We're never going to forget. We're going to count it down. We're going to remind every American every single day what he did. We still have now we know we've confirmed hundreds of Americans abandoned, including military family members abandoned. According to Blinken, thousands of green card holders abandoned. And, of course, our Afghan allies that we promised if this day ever came, we would we would get them the hell out of there. We abandoned them, too. Women have now lost their rights to go to work and school. Beatings take place in the street of women. And, of course, they are murdering people in broad daylight as some of these videos sneak out. But Joe Biden's turned the page. I don't even know where to begin today. There's so much news. By the way, have you had enough of the Black Friday smash and grab robberies all over the country? It's now happening everywhere. Let me tell you what the result of this is going to be. This is all defund, dismantle, no bail laws in, in states and cities. Let me tell you how this is going to end. If they allow this to continue, it's there's no store that's going to want to stay open. Then if you watch the, the, the people, these you have the gangs of people, in some cases 50 or more people, rushing into a store, smashing over jewelry cases, and taking thousands and tens of thousands of dollars in merchandise. We already saw in San Francisco. You know, now these stores, these, you know, well, if you don't take $1,000, we're not going to prosecute you. You don't hold people accountable. Guess what? No store is going to stay open. You will not be allowed to go shopping, which is fine with me because I don't go shopping anyway. Nothing I want. Um, and But with that said, things that you need from your drugstore, you may have to order it online if you want it, if this continues. What are we going to do if it now goes to grocery stores? Where are we going to get groceries? You know, what are older people supposed to do? It's just unbelievable. We'll we'll get to all of this. Um, you've got these flash mobs now. You know, it, it's just unbelievable. This ought to be a wake up call to this country because this is now spreading all throughout the country. You name it: Chicago, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Minnesota. Multiple Best Buy stores looted, according to a report. I mean, it's happening everywhere. It's happening in New York. It's happening everywhere. And it, why wouldn't, why? Because because they're not doing anything. Got a Home Depot in Los Angeles. You know, they call them smash and grab robberies. There's one after another. You know, and why shouldn't they continue? They're getting away with it. Fake news CNN saying what happened in Waukesha, the parade was caused by a car that drove through a parade. Really? That's how we're going to characterize the murder of these innocent people? Seven kids, by the way, still trying to recover and, and we're still trying to save their lives in a hospital one week after this ambush. Security guard died after being shot. Attempted robbery in San Francisco. 30 robbers swarming at Best Buy in, in Minnesota. They call it Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Retired officer shot guarding a TV crew in California. He died. In New York, you got a career criminal charged with attempted murder for opening fire and wounding two cops. Of course, out on bail. They were responding to a 911 call. Man is charged with the murder of a 58-year-old woman who plunged to her death on New York City subway stairs during another botched robbery. 
Great job, Comrade de Blasio. A billion-dollar cut to the NYPD. You have a knife-wielding mugger committing three crimes in 36 hours, bragging to cops that he'd be freed every time because of New York City's woke no-cash-bail law, which Joe Biden wants to implement na- nationwide. It's unbelievable. Minnesota flash mob, 30 looters rampaged through two Best Buys, not one, two. Have you seen the videos? We'll show you tonight. Unbelievable. What are we supposed to do? It's... um. It's it's just is this now the new normal in the state of the because it doesn't have to be the new normal only if we allow it to be the new normal fake news CNN they have no idea what's behind the smash and grab robberies no idea are you that dumb over there apparently you are so I don't know where to begin we do have uh, a lot of COVID news I know you know it's very interesting as you watch the coverage of COVID it's fascinating to me because. You know, we have this tape of Joe Biden, for example. I might play it a few times during the course of the show. You know, 220,000 dead Americans. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths shouldn't be president. We now have more dead Americans from COVID-19 in 2021 than in 2020 when Joe was hiding out in his basement bunker in the candidate protection program. But this is what Joe said in 2020. 220,000 Americans dead. If you hear nothing else I say tonight, hear this. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I'm, I take no responsibility initially, anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Oh, okay. Bye, Joe. Based on your standard. Even Chuck Todd is complaining that it seems like Biden has not been properly leading the battle against the virus. He was handed three vaccines. He's mentioned monoclonal antibodies once. Now, as a, as I want to know more about this new variant, like everybody else wants to know more about the new variant. Listen, the, the WHO from the very beginning has protected China. You probably heard about this new variant spreading in Africa. And the new variant has uh, an official name per the World Health Organization, Omicron. At first glance, it seems, all right, Omicron, but it's actually a letter in the Greek alphabet, which has uh, been the naming reg- uh, regimen for COVID-19 since the Alpha variant. If you know the Greek variant, you might have noticed they skipped a letter. Originally, what is now being called Omicron was called the NU variant. We had the MU variant. We had the Lambda variant. We had the R.1 variant. We have all these variants, you know, that we're told that it's going to be the end of the world. So far, they haven't. Delta was the toughest variant we've had to date. Uh, we're not sure where this is going to go. We have some anecdotal information that I'll share with you that it, it seems to be mild cases in the early stages of this. It may not stay that way, but I'll, I'll explain it in a minute. Um. You know, Biden suggested, oh, I found this great. Every country now is adopting a travel ban, including Joe Biden. They restricted travel from several African countries. So I guess that means Joe is hysterical and Joe's a xenophobe and Joe's a racist because that's what he said about Donald Trump's travel ban 10 days after the first identified case of coronavirus in the U.S. The first case was January 21st, 2020. The Trump travel ban 
was January 31st of 2020. By the way, the same day that Dr. Fauci was sending email, got an email that said, yeah, it looks like it might have been manipulated in a lab. We'll get to him in a minute, too. I thought Joe thought it was hysterical, xenophobic, and, and racist. And by the way, Joe was out there in Nantucket, and what a hypocrite he is. He's telling Americans, you know, first it's no masks. Masks don't work. Fauci told us in March of 2020. Then it's one mask, then two masks. Then it's vax or mask. Now it's vax, mask, and booster. They can't, they can't make up their minds. So Joe is, you know, boosted, and he's in. Literally, you see on the on the window of the store, required face covering. And there's Joe inside the store without a face covering. Unbelievable. You know, uh, you know, Fauci, Fauci's travel ban delay risks Omicron here, according to one study. But anyway, we do have a migrant caravan heading to the U.S. Are we still going to allow preferential treatment for illegal immigrants because they're not going to be here very long, like Jen Psaki told us? New migrant caravan heading to the U.S. increases concerns about the Omicron COVID variant. I mean, well, if you really care, what have I been saying? I support legal immigration. People should have background checks so they don't have radical associations. They need health checks in the middle of a pandemic and also the means to take care of themselves while they're here. And I don't care where you come from. Welcome to the country. You know, Biden flouting his own mask you know, wearing rule. It just, it's just, it's every Democrat now. Here is, if there's any good news about this Omicron variant, and we'll have some doctors on later. One Harvard-trained medical uh, professor, uh, actually was an assistant professor, but medically trained at Harvard Medical School. Anyway, South African doctor, who was the first to suspect a different coronavirus strain among patients, this per- person happens to be the chairperson of the South African Medical Association. Her name is uh, Dr. Angelique uh, Kodazi. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, a private practitioner. She noticed that seven patients at her clinic had sim- symptoms different than the Delta variant. And she said, albeit very mild. Okay, let's hope that holds. I don't know if it will. I'm not a doctor. But as part of your education, I'm just trying to keep you up to speed. You know, and then, of course, you have the, the Fauci U.S. should be prepared to do anything and everything to fight the Omicron variant. What did you do the last time? Rand Paul blasting Fauci. He and Ted Cruz want him to be fired and he should be. And then Fauci's out there now saying, I rep- I'm, you criticize me. You're criticizing, criticizing science. People that criticize me are criticizing. No, no, you're not science. You've been more wrong than any any one person. During this entire pandemic, New York immediately, there's the new governor. There's not one identified Omicron variant case in the U.S., but they've issued a state of emergency in New York to increase hospital capacity. It will utilize the surge and flex system, which allows the Department of Health to limit non-essential, non-urgent hospital procedures. Okay, can we maybe wait to see if it gets here? And if it does, can we find out how virulent it is? Can somebody answer the question if it will respond to monoclonal antibodies, which nobody seems to want to talk about uh, like I do? It's unbelievable. I'm going to be saving lives, and they're going to be lying, Fauci said. No, the only one that really got caught lying, that that would be Anthony Fauci himself. 
And Ted Cruz rightly pointed out on May 11th, Fauci testified before a Senate committee that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain of function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That's a lie. How do we know it's a lie? We know from Fauci's own emails. We know from the 900 pages of documents from The Intercept. And we also know Fauci's October 20th statement where the NIH wrote that they did fund an experiment at the Wuhan Virology Lab testing, quote, if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to human ACE2 receptors in a mouse model. That's called gain-of-function research by its definition. So Fauci's statement and the NIH's October 20th letter, they can't both be true because they contradict each other. And then, of course, the emails, the panicked emails of Fauci. We're going to have we'll have doctors on and give you some information again, whether you agree or not. I keep saying research, research, take into account your own medical history, your unique medical history, your current condition. Talk to your doctor, doctors, whether you are vaccinated or unvaccinated and, and you get a positive test, immediately ask your doctor about monoclonal antibodies and therapeutics that might be out there. I I cannot stress that enough. Anyway, by the way, is Nantucket going to penalize Biden for violating their mask mandate as required by law? Be interesting to see. And the San Francisco mayor is caught violating her own mask mandate again, partying. Hypocrites, you know, they they just never seem to go away, do they? Uh, All right. We have a lot lot to get to, including the Biden foreign crime family. Miranda Devine on TV tonight, but whoa, we have a big blowout we're going to give you uh, coming, up, coming up when we come back. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. By the way, on fake news CNN, they got a panel on Humpty Dumpty show. Probably the dumbest guy on television, to be honest. Anyway, on Biden's, Biden's struggles, media is not doing enough to sell the agenda. Americans are putting their feelings over facts. Uh, they're coming up with any excuse imaginable for Joe Biden's disastrous policies. There's not a single thing you can point to that you could say, oh, that's that's been very successful. What, Afghanistan? No. The border? No. COVID? No. Uh, let's see. Inflation, the economy? Absolutely not. It's a disaster. Energy? Another disaster. You know, and, and Humpty's asking... You know, why the link between Biden and his agenda being broken? And I'm like, remember, Nancy Pelosi, you know, made a similar statement as a guest on his program. You know, the media is not doing a particularly great job of relaying Biden's agenda. I'm like, huh? No, the American people, they can see it and feel it every time they fill up their gas tank. Every time they get their heating and cooling bills. Every time they go grocery shopping. Every time they go to a drugstore, Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever, everything is costing more. Joe caused it all. And, um, you know, I just, I, I just, I, I, it's mind numbing to me. They just, they can't see. But if Donald Trump, if this was his economy, forget it. Pretty unbelievable. Former Trump ICE chief is talking about um, Biden's. COVID Omicron travel ban. And, you know, Joe instituted a a xenophobic, hysterical, racist travel ban 
from people coming from countries where the Omicron variant has been discovered. Tom Homan warning that the new variant could easily penetrate Biden's wide open southern border. Because remember, Jen Psaki said they, they've now moved from remain in Mexico, eliminated that. They stopped building the war wall. They brought back catch and release and made it more liberal. Now it's process and release. There's no COVID testing. There's no security checks. You get preferential treatment. There's no vaccine mandates for people coming into the country illegally. You just get, you know, Joe and his team aiding and abetting in the law breaking. And then you get a flight in the dark of night or early morning flight, as Jen Psaki says, to uh, the, the state of your choice. Then those states become responsible financially and in every other way for the people that didn't respect our laws, borders or sovereignty. I'm for legal immigration, but you got to have a background check in the middle of a pandemic. You should have a health check. Of course, Jen Psaki says we don't need to test them for covid because they're not going to be here very long. Well, maybe after they spend a month in Joe's cages for kids, uh, probably everybody should be tested. Unbelievable. But that's that's a good point. I saw this story particularly interesting. There's reports now coming out. uh, A fellow at the Center for Immigration Studies recently traveling to Mexico, witnessing a compilation of, you know, globalist organizations, including the U.N., which we provide a lot of funding for. uh, You know, giving resources to illegal immigrants. And they're reporting and we're looking into it. We haven't been able to. To verify this, they're, they're reporting that we might actually be handing out debit cards or the U.N. is handing out debit cards to U.S. bound migrant families every two weeks, 800 a month. And in addition to the debit cards, they're given clothing, three meals a day, legal coaching, according to this person from the Center for Immigration Studies. Again, we're trying to verify it. About American asylum, they're they're getting legal coaching about what to say. Don't, no, don't tell them the truth. Just tell them this. That would be aiding and abetting law breaking. By the way, it's going to be a very busy December for the Democrats. They have as of Friday the debt ceiling comes up, and and now we'll see again if if Mitch McConnell and Republicans aid and abet in raising the debt ceiling so the Democrats get more time to get their build back better new green deal socialism and tax increases through you know because that's what schumer is hoping to get done by christmas day government officially runs out of funding on friday no one expects a real shutdown by the way you never really have a shutdown essential workers keep working social security checks keep going out the military keeps working Anyway, Janet Yellen says the government must raise the debt ceiling no later than December 15 to avoid a default. Well, that would be up to the Democrats because they're the ones using the reconciliation process. They're the ones that bypassed Republicans throughout the entire process of building a budget. And they're the ones that said that they're going to get this done. So let's see what happens. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, you would think in the middle of this... You would think that Biden might be getting the message that Americans don't like paying another 20, 25, 30 bucks every time they fill up their gas tank. It's disproportionately impacting poor and middle class Americans. What is Biden's answer? Well, besides begging OPEC, 
when you think prices at the pump couldn't get any higher? Oh, yeah, Joe just stepped in to make it even worse. Remember, OPEC keeps rejecting his entrees to increase production. He doesn't have to beg Texas, Oklahoma to produce oil. They'll do it. Anyway, Republican politicians now, Biden made the decision to increase royalty rates for oil and gas leases on federal land. In other words, he's raising fees on oil and gas production. Now, who do you think is going to pay the increased rate? That would be you, we, the American people. So we got surging energy prices, and Biden proposes increasing the cost of energy production even further. You talk about exacerbating a problem. You talk about tone deafness, for the Amer- especially for poor middle-class Americans. Ted Cruz condemned it as insane, this escalation by the Biden administration and their war on American energy at a time when supply chains are breaking down, inflation is skyrocketing, Biden is indulging in fringe green ideology that will increase energy prices and put all goods further out of reach. He's not wrong. You know, th- this this is this is Biden married to this insane agenda. His pick for the Treasury post, Saul uh, Amarova. Remember, we've talked about her before. You know, controversial. This is the one with the I guess it was what the communist thesis that apparently we're not ever going to get a hold of. Anyways, picked to be the con- controller of, of currency. On film, calling coal, oil, and gas troubled industries and um, wants coal, oil, and gas industries to go bankrupt. At least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change, right? It's now viral clip. So Biden sets out, you know, he, he pretty much stops short of a ban. Now, what happens? What do I always say? Corporations don't pay taxes. What do corporations do? You think they're going to lower their profit margin? No. They might not give raises to their employees, but they're, they're going to try and keep those profit margins where they are and go higher. They have a fiduciary responsibility, for example, if they're a publicly traded company, to increase profits. That's why they're in business. You provide goods and services that people want, need, and desire. So now Biden is going to make it more expensive to produce the lifeblood of the world's economy. At a time, OPEC has snubbed him begging and and groveling to produce more energy. We don't need OPEC. Donald Trump made this country energy independent for the first time in 75 years. A net exporter of energy. We should be the ones providing Western Europe with energy. The lifeblood of their economy. And natural gas, oil, and coal. No, the waiver goes to Vladimir Putin. You can't make this up. Anyway, the um, Interior Department stopped short of recommending an end, to o- an end to oil and gas leasing on public lands. So if it costs the companies more to produce it, who's going to pay that? You are. Unbelievable. This is not, this is not, you know, you don't need to go to Harvard Business School. You don't need to go to MIT to figure this out. Dems fear supply chain blame. Well, it's their policies that are causing all of this. Biden's own energy secretary hopes gas prices stay below $4 a gallon. Now, that's a heck of a plan. 
Jennifer Grant Granholm, what are you planning to do? Ho ho ho! Oh, it's a cartel. It's a commodity, and you know, it's OPEC is in charge. No, we were in charge of our own destiny. We were the masters of our own destiny. Now we've artificially reduced the supply of the lifeblood of the world's economy. Shocker. Now we're importing again, and now we're paying more than ever. Unbelievable. Let's increase red tape and fees on the oil industry, the energy sector. More than two-thirds, rightly, of Americans blame Biden for the inflation crisis. Why isn't it 100%? More Americans now saying that they won't be buying Christmas gifts this year. Well, just blame the pandemic, though. You know, if millennials, by the way, they're getting pissed off. They've never had to face high inflation before. Wall Street Journal editorial board, stupid inflation tricks. Democrats keep coming up with new culprits to blame for rising prices. It's not going to work. High inflation, low polling, White House just lash out, blame Trump and blame the pandemic. Christmas tree shortage develops as consumers now may pay record prices. We just paid record prices for Thanksgiving. Now we're going to pay record prices for Christmas trees. Great. More Americans saying they're not going to buy Christmas presents. And you wonder why Joe Biden's approval rating is in the mid-30s. But they're blaming Kamala Harris for all of this, which is even more interesting. Um, so tomorrow, Miranda Devine's book comes out, The Laptop from Hell. Uh, there was an excerpt of this uh, in today's New York Post on pages 8 and 9. She'll be on TV tonight. And uh, anyway, it talks about Tony Bobolinsky, name you've heard often on this program. And by the way, third generation Navy vet, Democratic donor. And this is straight out of Miranda's book, new book. We finally got a manuscript. Anyway, Joe Biden, in fact, remember, I have no knowledge of any of Hunter's business dealings. That was a lie. And she has the evidence to prove it. Now, one of the worst parts of this is we knew all of this about the laptop from hell before the election. But the media censored it. That was part of their effort to aid and abet in the election of Joe Biden. That was their hope then and their hope now. Now, it even says in this book, Joe Biden, he was very conscious that he was being vetted for a trusted role, orchestrating the Biden, I call it syndicate, and this conglomerate with Chinese energy company. Dad, not in now until 11. Hunter writes on a WhatsApp message. I don't, it's one of those, I guess, signal things. Uh, let's me and you and Jim meet at 10 at the Beverly Hilton. Bobolinsky arrives. Uncle Jim is there. Zero experience Hunter is there. Anyway, anyway, in comes Joe Biden at 1038. Comes through the entrance, Secret Service. Hunter Biden jumps up. Five minutes later, brings the father over to Bobolinsky, shakes hands. This is Tony, Dad, says Hunter. The individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on with the Chinese. Maybe that's why Joe is compromised. Billion five deal with the Bank of China, $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national. Anyway, Joe does his typical BS talk, Jim and... And Hunter Biden told Joe that Bob Alinsky had been working hard on the Chinese deal. Joe said, my son and my brother trust you emphatically, so I trust you. Bob Alinsky passed the test. 
Anyway, the conversation wraps up in 45 minutes. And Bobolinsky met him again 8.30 the next day in the morning. And he watched his speech. Keep an eye on my son and brother and look out for my family, he was told. Soon as he got home, Bobolinsky messaged Jim Biden on the WhatsApp. Great to meet you. Spend time with you together, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, it goes on to talk about this deal with China, leveraging the Biden name to get it. Maybe that's why the Chinese can talk about reunification with Taiwan and fly their fighter jets all over Taiwan airspace. Maybe that's why Joe won't criticize China for the Wuhan virus, the China virus, which they unleashed on the world and they should be paying for. How are you guys getting away with this? Jim talked to Bob Alinsky, et cetera, et cetera. Aren't you concerned that you're going to put your brother's 2020 presidential campaign at risk? You know, the Chinese, you know, the stuff you guys have been doing already in 2015 and 16, et cetera. Well, Joe's brother laughs. Plausible deniability. By the way, a term of art coined by the CIA during the Kennedy administration. Practice of keeping the president, quote, intentionally uninformed. Then this article goes into uh, this equity will be distributed as follows. Let's see. 20 H 20 Hunter Biden, 20 Biden's brother, 20 Gilliard, 20 Bobolinsky, 10 for uh, to Jim Biden, 10 held by H Hunter for the big guy. Oh, Joe knows he's getting paid. Pretty amazing.